0: What's going on? Welcome to this week's Williams and Bloom Quarantine Podcast here on the Cycle and Fanatic Podcast Network. We come to you uh, the evening of Memorial Day 2020. We just survived a tornado warning. I actually didn't get that bad in Bonduran, but the sirens went off. They went off. Enough, enough to was... alarm the
1: wives. Right. And and as they should. That's the whole that's point that's of the, that's the that's sirens. That's the sirens are for, but hopefully everybody in north ankeny like yeah they looked okay. like they were yeah no
0: doubt but, take shelter everybody
1: but yeah no it's uh we made it through
0: it's memorial day had a really nice weekend believe it or not like that i feel like this weather has really uh thrown the meteorologists for a loop the last couple of weeks like predicting rainouts and stuff but that you know it, it does generally eventually rain but it's usually been later in the day we saw that this weekend, but it was a good Memorial Day weekend. It felt it felt like summer. It felt like the most normal life has I, been in months for me.
1: I, I agree with that. It just, I mean, maybe it's the extra day or something, but it just felt, you get outside a little bit, yeah. it just felt like people were out a little more and, I don't know, felt a little more normal. I had a cool There's moment. A, there, the, the, the Tiger yeah, Phil thing, watch a little golf. That was, that was fun. Good. That the was NASCAR, good. Was NASCAR was, was good. It seems yep. like
0: summer to me. Yep. I had a cool deal. Uh, my my uncle Tom is buried out at the uh, veteran cemetery, in um, in Van Meter. Sure. And we went out there today. I've been out. So he he just passed away last June. So this was the first Memorial Day to have that opportunity. What a cool deal! Like um, I've been out to the veteran cemetery, and it's always breathtaking. But you go out there on Memorial oh Day. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And just just hundreds of people. I had a deal with a couple of young veterans who I'm, you know, I'm just assuming had lost a, a friend and these guys were near us. Uh, they were having a beer, super nice guys. And I, I took a picture for them and it's it just like, it choked me up like at, yeah, in, to, to think like what those people have gone through. And then, you know, the ones who paid the ultimate sacrifice. So that's a central Iowa deal that I did for the first time today um, if you're out there, I would highly recommend. I told you, you got to get your boys out there.
1: Yeah, I've never been. I mean, I, it's really I was, amazing. I went to Waukee, um Really, and cool. I've driven by it, you know, hundreds of times, but I've never been. And today really makes me reflect. Of, I mean, when I was that age, I think about you know World War One, World War Two, Vietnam War, and, yeah. and even you know the current service members, talking eighteen to twenty early twenties. I mean, when we were that age, we were worried about if it was going to look at us at patties, right? I mean, yeah. just the the courage that it would take to do that. I, honestly, I I often wonder if I was in that situation and the draft was a thing, what would I do? How would I react to that? And yeah. I'm sure you had relatives that were drafted in the service. Oh, yeah. So did I. And it's just yeah. like the, the bravery, knowing what the ultimate sacrifice is, it just makes you... It makes you pause and appreciate, you know, the the whole magnitude of it. And I don't I don't know what I would do in that situation. And it's yeah, it just makes you appreciate it.
0: Really, a neat deal out there, just out in Van Meter. I would you encourage check it out. I would encourage anybody to do that, um, and just, even if it doesn't have to be Memorial Day. Just go. It's a beautiful, peaceful um, spot right that on it, the hill there. It's just yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So. That was a cool deal. Um, we were looking at these these young men uh, when we when we had a conversation with them. We were at the the is a gorgeous monument for the war on terror. Okay, because they have different monuments for okay. all the different. I didn't even know that. Well, I didn't know that that was there either. And you know, I was explaining. Like my wife was like, "What's the, oh, what is that?" I kind of explained to her, and it's just like you know and those are the ones who they're not really fighting like a specific war. Like, it's not like this is Vietnam or this is world war two. Right. It's like this ongoing. It still is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, you don't want to say that they get lost, but it's, it's you, you got to remember the men and women who are constantly serving. And you,
1: you know what that, always that's a big thing. Absolutely. And what always gets me every once in a while is, you know, I work on, I always say it's campus and, The Memorial Union in that foyer, when it's got all the names of those that um, lost their lives in various wars that were Iowa State students. And it just, Mm. if you look, a lot of times you just walk, because you walk around the Zodiac, right? Yeah. You you don't often think about. Unless you're
0: just a total.
1: Yeah, you don't get it. Douche. But you think about what's actually in there and why is that there. And, it you know, look at all the names sometime when you're back on campus and it's pretty sobering. With that,
0: uh, we will have a shorter podcast this week, mainly because the Bloom children are upstairs <laughs> and they need to go to bed. That's but we true. wanted to get something out for you guys here on uh, the weekend, as we've promised to do throughout the COVID-19. We're still looking for a sponsor. This thing is reaching tens of thousands of people a week. Uh, we would, I, I'm serious. Like, If you're one of the few businesses out there that uh, are actually advertising right now, we would be great spokesperson. People for you. I promise. I promise. If it sounds like I'm begging, I kind of am. Uh, but we, um, we're we still, Bloom and I both really enjoy this. The audience clearly does, based off of the numbers that it gets. So, uh, really, we are looking to attach ourselves with the company uh, for this podcast. So, uh, and, and we'll go throughout past COVID too. This is
1: week 10.
0: Yeah. Is it? Did you
1: look it up? No. Mm. It just feels about like week 10. Yeah.
0: Uh, we, as we do,
1: we tell you what we're a professional
0: sipping on throughout the podcast. Normally, we do bourbon. We we really have been. Uh, sorry, I had an overflow situation. We really have been standing outside watching this tornado watch
1: slash morning. And, and I took meteorology two hundred six at Iowa State with uh, Professor Peters. So I felt qualified to analyze the situation. I took that class, too. I do not remember the professor. I think it was Professor Peters. Somebody listening will correct us on that. Um, but I had it going north, Chris, and I i think that ended up being accurate. So that, that uh, well, three credits paid off. Bloom,
0: uh, he's got a—I I mean, a little contradictory. What do you got there?
1: I got a bush light and a coors light. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I'm I'm I just it. opened up a new one and it's <laughs> like half frozen. <laughs> it's the quarantine podcast for a reason. This thing <laughs> apparently has been, is half ice. Who are you putting your beers in the freezer for?
0: It's not in the freezer. It's in that garage refrigerator. crying out loud. It's... But I I like my beer cold, man. I crank it up to a seven. Are you going to be all right over there? I've been drinking these corn bush light cans all weekend. Oh, God. And I just opened up one of these mind hazes from Firestone Walker, and it's apparently frozen. So you're just nursing it, literally. Oh, the thing... uh, It's not very good when you have to (laughs) chug it. Uh, Anyways... um, Yes, yeah, so that we're, we're taking a break from the whiskey this weekend. But that's okay. It's what Memorial Day is all... We did. We indulged. I was so proud of my, my friend Brent Bloom. He manned up the other night, came over to watch a dirt race with me. I
1: did, yeah. And we, we drank some Buffalo Trace, and that stuff is fantastic. You know, that was entertaining. I So I'm not... A racing person, but there's nothing else to really Don't, watch. You're giving into it, but I, I'm enjoy. I am legitimate. It's not like lip service, just to you know. You watched the Coke 600. I watched. You You're texting of it. me like intently. I was mad about. Well, the you Chase lost some money on the Chase the Elliott, Elliott yeah. pit situation. I was like, what are you doing? Do you understand now why he pitted? I kind of get it, but I think I still roll the dice. Like you basically, <laughs> yeah. It'd be but like then, subbing out LeBron with a minute left because I he's a bad it. free throw shooter. No. Like you, you can't. I know there's a risk he could miss the free throws, but you got to leave him in there.
0: In that situation, we won't bore you guys with too much racing talk. I will say this. I've seen enough of this over the years. If he would have pitted everybody else, or if, if he wouldn't have pitted, everybody else would have pitted.
1: That's a, that's a risk then, I'm willing to take. And
0: then they would have blown by him. But I would have rather done that and at least lost in the lead then. But it was incredible. I mean, he restarted like 12th and got third. So it clearly. But there's no way he
1: was going to get all the way there.
0: He was the best car, and that's what pissed me off Like I, as a Chase Elliott fan.
1: We need a, a simple man's auto racing analysis. Hey, can I
0: throw something out there real quick? I really want other people's opinion on this. So we are, I'm going to have some news here in the next couple of weeks, part of the Cyclone fanatic, like pivot to everything that's going on right now that, um, I, I just, I know the economics of this business well enough and I can call a spade a spade and we've got to do some different things. I'm going to be launching a new type of company. Okay. Okay. It's another media company, but it's going to be, um, really cool. And we're going to have different entities throughout it. We're going to grow. It's very, um, you know, me. I just can't sit still for too long. Correct. And Psycho and Fanatic is not going to change. This is only going to enhance it. But we are going to be launching a new racing website. I'm really not going to have anything to do with it. Uh, Connor Ferguson, who has been our intern for two years, is going to be the guy. We're looking for a name. For the company or the website? For the website. Hmm. A racing website. So, if anybody has recommendations. You covering? We're going to start hyper-local and extend out from there. Hmm. Any, yeah, I, Even if you think that your recommendation sucks. lefthandturns.com No, not. <laughs> I actually, I was telling my wife today, because uh, my Uncle Dick and my Uncle Tom, I talked about them yep. last year. They both died last Last June and they were both veterans and we so like racing is very family for me it's more of a family thing than it is a sport sure. if that makes sense it's yeah. like our as i as i like said in connector. my as i said in my uncle dick's funeral when i spoke it is it is our culture it is our identity as the williams family that's what we do and what we know i actually thought about like tell me if you think this is crazy like uncledick.com and we like because I think you could do a lot of like fun stuff with that. Yeah, and you, I you could, and he would might, love that.
1: People might get the wrong impression early. Yeah, because
0: because the, the word dick, right? But it's it's a name. He was Uncle Dick.
1: I, I could yeah, that's got some potential. It would take a to little me, more education.
0: That's better than like racing in Iowa.
1: Racingfanatic.com. I,
0: I I looked at all the fanatics that were. I mean, available. that would be the obvious one. The, the racefanatic.com was the best one I could find. But uh, I don't know. Like, let's let Connor spread his wings a little bit. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to be tied to the word fanatic. fanatic. Hmm. I, I'm doing this. I really love Connor, and I hope he can kick ass and, like, turn this into a job. He's a grinder, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's – I want to give him the opportunity –
1: I think people and have I, ideas out there. And I
0: don't think that this is ever going to be a deal where we have like a ton of traffic. I don't believe that. But like if you can get a thousand racing fans to follow you, they're the most loyal people in the world. And then you can sell sponsorships.
1: Well, what's the, what's your, the website sounds like with dirt on dirt.com or dirt on dirt mm-hmm. magazine. I mean, that's
0: yeah, but they're doing yeah. like live streaming and stuff. Yeah. It's a little different than us. I think uncle dick.com is awesome. <laughs> I'm going to see if it's available right now.
1: I bet there's an uncle com out there. I
0: asked my wife today.
1: I was what like, was I want to Is marketing idea. She goes,
0: <laughs> she goes, you should put something at the end that ties it with racing. And I go like, what? And she goes, I don't know. Like, uh, uncle dicks com." <laughs> and I was like, um, Oh man. I was like, I don't there's think that, that... Of... the t-shirts would holy, be interesting. Holy crap. Guess how much it would be to purchase the URL uncledick.com?
1: Uh $700.
0: <laughs> $2,395. No. What is
1: it now? You can call it, do That's it. No, but what's the somebody just own it's it. It's considered a premium domain. Right, but what is is it does somebody have a no, website it currently? No, it is it
0: is available. It
1: is available.
0: But because of the <laughs> they say uncledick.com is quote easy to remember. Well, that's why I wanted to use it because it was so easy to remember. And it's okay, it's growing on me. 2395
1: What it Okay, what's an average? Cuz you you have seen, like 12 bucks a year. That's twenty three hundred a year, or no? So, if I just wanted you buy to buy it would... up front,
0: and then it's seventeen ninety nine a year.
1: Okay, but what would a What would an average? Uncle
0: Dick's paddock. <laughs> Let me see what that one is. That's a dollar,
1: <laughs> and that just saved you twenty three hundred up front. That pays Connor for <laughs> Uncle Dick's paddock at least a com. month.
0: Anyways, th- we're thinking about that. We're trying to evolve here.
1: Now's the time, because there's nothing else going on. No, like I, there's not. I, you and just,
0: you got to take advantage. And you've got to pick your spots. It's the only reason Cyclone Fanatic took off. It's because the register and nobody else covered Iowa State. That's, that's literally the only reason we are here. Mm-hmm. It's not like me and Rob Gray and you and Jared Stansberry are these, like, world-class journalists. Definitely not. We're not. We're very average. Sorry to the other guys if you had an enhanced view, but like we all are just, we're, we're good workers and we're average, but Iowa state fans needed somewhere to go 10 years ago. And you've got to find places that are strategic that people aren't covering. This is one of them for us. If we do it right, I think it could have some success.
1: I look forward to monitoring your progress.
0: COVID updates bloom. Yeah. The uh, Big 12 made an announcement on Friday night. We're
1: moving, man. <laughs> I
0: and after the the tailgate tour thing. Yep. Am I am I crazy to say I would be surprised if there's not thirty thousand fans in Jack Trice Stadium?
1: Um, I mm, I don't I still don't know here because I don't I don't know without getting into all of the details where he was pulling that from. You know, is if it's a state thing, is it fifty percent capacity, which would make sense? You know, because it's still at the end of the day, you have to go by the state per year. Have you been paying attention to the politicians? No, I know. I mean in Iowa you'd have a better chance at thirty than
0: else. I'm just saying like I mean, I'm a I'm a pretty moderate guy, so are you. Doesn't it seem like the left is trying to make us fear for our lives, and the right is trying to... I feel like the right has even pivoted to, like, this is not a big deal anymore. Like, there, you know, Dr. Fauci's not on TV nearly as much. Like, there's, been interesting. there's yeah, all this stuff. An, it's, it's it's the election. I've been saying this for a month, guys.
1: It's the election. to do with it.
0: The yeah. left is going to try and scare the hell out of you, and the right is going to try and make you think that the economy's great and all, you know... It is they're pandering to you You're one right. way or another.
1: And again, I come back like I have in all these podcasts. Just what's the data say? And again, today, and I know it's a Monday and it's a long weekend, but the the death rate was the or the the number of deaths was the lowest it has been since March 29th which is That's objectively good. really good news. That's great news. And the the rate of positivity for infection was down to like 4.2% which is like the lowest it's been in a long time another really good news. However, however hospitalizations in some areas have been up in the last week. So it's not like this is just a national trend and I think you can kind of fall victim to Oh, well, New York is down, and New York is down exponentially, okay, because they've really, yeah. I mean, they were the worst, and now they're they're in better shape now, but...
0: Well, that's how the virus works. It runs through you, and then...
1: My opinion, based on, again, I try <laughs> to look at the data, I think, I don't... Hold that this, this Fox fit, News you've been yeah, watching. Well, no, I, I watch everything. I don't think this thing is going away. No. Right? And so, it's going to be like, I think we're going to be in this long, sustained plateau, so to speak, where it's... There's always going to be a level of risk and just a matter of you personally are going to have to decide what is enough risk you're comfortable with. And if that's the case, I think we're going to move more and more to people get more comfortable. It's like, um, you know, the the warmer water gets, then the more comfortable you get with that warm water and you keep going and you're turning up the, the heat. I think you're going to get incrementally a little bit more comfortable with getting back closer to normal. And so, Chris, I agree. Maybe that means more. Um it could be thirty thousand fans in Jack Trice in September and still September's three and a half months away. So maybe I just I just wonder if, if, if all these places will allow that many fans. You saw Gene Smith say this week that they'll allow, you know, somewhere in the twenty five to forty percent of their fans, which would amount to about thirty to forty thousand people, so we're, it has shifted a lot right from when we were talking no doubt 3 weeks ago to no fans so now we're thinking okay we could have up to 50% capacity and we'll see i think throughout the summer it'll still continue to dwindle i think it coronavirus is still going to be there but we'll see how more comfortable people get with it i just i
0: i find myself day in day out being more and more disgusted with The politicians in our country. Yes,
1: I just, I can't figure, I mean, it shouldn't be this hard to figure out who's, what's the real here. Right. This is not a political issue. It shouldn't be, but it's a public health issue. It completely has been politicized. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah. And it. we told you on this podcast, what, five, six weeks ago, this would, that college football would turn into a weapon. Right now, look at Major League Baseball right now. What a what a joke, and without taking a side of the owners of the players, I mean that you're a baseball guy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I love my Atlanta Braves, but I don't. You'll sit around. I've I've lived with you and watch a freaking Mariners game <laughs> at eleven o'clock <laughs> at night. I won't do MLB that. MLB extra innings. Um, but th- this is I don't know. I I've lived through Trump Hillary, you know the bush years the obama year. i've seen a lot of polarization i don't think i've ever been more disgusted with the leaders in our country than i am right now i think it's i think it's repulsive on both sides yeah. I, and no, I, I just you shouldn't be choosing a side on a virus right
1: i totally agree that yeah. we have and we're there
0: oh i mean i so i've been pretty do. vocal on cakes and all that i think baseball is a bunch of idiots for Not figuring, and you would think the you know the left coming at me. I mean, I had a guy, a nasty email I got from me from some very liberal man. Apparently, I think I mean an extreme liberal. Sure, does not represent the majority at all. I mean, you would think he was calling me like a fascist (laughs) because I think that baseball is dumb for not trying to figure this out to get their economy going back, and then. On the other side, you know, we've gotten it. I've gotten it from them too. Like it, yeah. it's just everybody is so damn locked into their. Oh my god. Yeah. It but, bothers me, man. But, and it don't, really bothers me. I'm sorry.
1: There's no way to get out of it. I know. It,
0: but but what is happening? It turns neighbors against neighbors. It turns family well, members. The, it's, the, it's horrible. The, horrible. The, uh, horrible. Ma-
1: mask issue is like perfect example. Yeah. Great um, point. It that's like you cannot get a p- more perfect example of America today than the mask issue. It's a great point because if you wear one, one side may look at you like, "All right, you're soft," and yeah. that's really not needed. And you know, you're not you a not man if, your, if you wear a yeah, mask. I mean, you, there is, there is, honestly. Like, I know. If, let's all be honest with each other here. There is an element to that, right?
0: Yes, absolutely. Okay. It's an emasculine thing to do if you wear a mask,
1: but. If you don't, <laughs> then
0: you're a piece of garbage. Well, then you're at risk- And you,
1: you want grandmas to die? Yeah, I mean you're, you're a murderer. So it's really f- frustrating um, that that like a mask, which I think all the empirical data says masks actually, I think they do help. I if mean, we all wore at,
0: masks all the time. Like this thing would drop off exponentially.
1: Probably. I mean, and you. But then again, you get some of the stuff where it's like, well, you know maybe they're not that all that effective anyway and it's actually doing harm it's like i i want to know what the truth is here and i think you, you again it comes back to like you get both sides in the extremes and it's just hard to figure out but masks should not be a political issue like i i just really don't think it should be and if we could but but chris you but you look at the history of this even this quarantine you had the Surgeon General in the United States saying, "No masks don't do anything for this." Yeah, and then six weeks later, like, "No, we all yeah. need to get masks." It's like, well if, well, if we can't even get it from the top, then how how are the that's why rank and file supposed to figure this that's out? Why so I said I the it. leadership in this country oh, has been despicable. It's been really frustrating because it's just so many mixed messaging all the way around. Yeah, um, and I well, and even okay, let's go to the
0: state level. We've talked a lot about California. Go back to that podcast a couple of weeks ago yep. that we did. And now that guy, the governor there, I mean, he's bebopping and scatting (laughs) all over the place. He doesn't know what the hell is going on.
1: (laughs) What what you had is. He's like,
0: oh, no, we're shutting everything down until 2021. Oh, wait a minute. These NFL teams are going to leave. Okay, we're going to open up pro sports here. I mean, come on. I know. And it's. It shouldn't. If you're that. This is what bothers me, man. And it's both sides. You can't. On the right, like, you can't sit here and deny this thing and Correct. then ask for help when it gets bad. And then on the left, you can't sit here and make this thing World War Three, and then all of a sudden right. you're going to get a huge economic hit, and then you're like, okay, we're going to open it up to these guys. It's hypocritical. Call it like it is, people. Think for yourself. I'm sorry. This is <laughs> no, going to piss a
1: lot I, of me. No, I'm so mad about it, dude. And, and I... I don't know. And here's, the, here's the problem that I can get way into the weeds here. It's fine. But yeah, we're already in the we're, weeds. We're going to get a vaccine, I hope. Okay, hopeful. Yeah, at you, some we point. don't know. At some point. But will. even then, if you have a vaccine, there's going to be a portion, potentially a large portion of our country that thinks that the vaccine is actually a negative thing. Oh, yeah. And so I then mean, you start this whole thing over again. So I make a point. Um, I was
0: actually hanging out with Dr. Matt Irman. Okay. On Friday, yep. who's been on the Chris Williams podcast with me talking about this. He's a doctor. Uh, he's a microbiologist, yep. so he knows this about as well as everybody and as anybody. And y- y- like, where do the anti-vaxxers sit in all this? So, like, are they not going to do the COVID? Probably not. I've seen. I think those people, uh, here's a bold take. They are conspiracy theorists in their own right.
1: Oh, that's absolutely. An-
0: anti-vaxxers yeah. are.
1: And maybe they have a, a, a logical... No, they don't. But I don't think they do. But again... <laughs> Sorry. They you, don't. There's no logic behind it. But if you need <laughs> certain amount of people to be vaccinated in order to end this thing, and yet I saw a poll. I don't know what it, what it was on. But it was upwards of like... Twenty five percent of people they polled would not take the vaccine, or forty percent. I mean, it Jeez, was. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, this is not a small. Why? Because is it, it
0: just the far right wingers who? I don't know are if it's the far. It?
1: I don't know if it's political affiliation. There's a, there's a segment of the population that do not that think the risk of a vax of injecting themselves with this vaccine is worse than the potential of getting the virus. So but so then we deserve
0: it. Well <laughs> honestly, like I'm serious. If forty percent of our population thinks that, then we deserve it. I
1: maybe that's being high, but it, it was a larger number than So uh, why what happened in our country? You know,
0: I'm out there watching these young men who put their lives on the line and they're sitting there respecting their fallen brother. What happened in our country where we all are on these like sides and, and half the people in this country can't think for themselves anymore.
1: What happened? Is it, May, well, has it always been that way? And now it's just, I don't, I don't know. It's more evident because they,
0: because of social platform. media and like cable TV. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. It, it, I feel it, like the uprising of cable TV is a very, oh, people, line that you can draw.
1: And, and again, this is going to be a weird comparison, but just like you said about the audiences you're, targeting to for your marketing stuff for fanatic Mm -hmm. in this racing company people have profited off of segmenting the population because if you believe in just the message that i'm selling you will watch my channel or you'll read my newspaper or you go to my website Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, cnn msnbc profit off of this message fox news and whatever the new Trump organization profit off of their message. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to change because they don't have any motive to be normal. You saw it. You've seen it recently where Neil Cavuto, who's on Fox News. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: He's an OG, man. Right. He's been there forever.
1: Lost his mind on the Trump taking the um, hydro, <laughs> the hydrochloroquine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lost his mind.
0: Immediately, I didn't see that. What oh, did he
1: do? Oh, he, like, great two-minute rant on it. On like anti-Trump deal, yeah. Okay. Like, what is this guy? What is he doing? I mean, it was. I mean, it's a valid concern based off of the science. I was with Cavuto. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Uh, not to, but yeah, whatever. Um. (laughs) So that's once, and he got major pushback from people like, "How dare you question this on Fox News?" I thought you were on our side, including from the the president. So that, but this is one set. That's the problem. Okay. The side thing. And then you had um on the left, you had Chris Hayes, who's is on MSNBC.
0: He's, you a, know, lo- he's a loony.
1: You'd think so, but he had a he had a segment on his show, and again, this is getting into in the weeds a little bit, um trying to figure out if this Biden accuser, Tara Reid, I think her name is, yeah. is is valid. Or is she worth the time? And just a, just a segment discussing it. And he got Boycott Chris Hayes stuff. Oh, from the just left. because like, the would, left
0: was like, you even bring this up, correct? Jeez, and so, but
1: but this—that's but what, what they should be doing. You can't have you. You cannot have it seems like a a conversation discussing both sides without. Well, so, and the hypocrisy of the
0: left on the adultery thing, <laughs> you know, like.
1: Hey man, I just. I, but back to your point, you. It's just hard to figure and, out, and the right too. They're all. But they're making money off of their segments. Uh, no, I know. So it, it is, and until we realize what the the motives are here, it's it's very frustrating. So how about
0: well? How about, for the record, I feel like we should just be honest. I'm a registered Democrat. Bloom is a registered Republican. So like, we can sit here and have this conversation, in like, and we do this all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And no, we, I, more I, I, often than not, we're like, not oh.
1: We're, we're, we're way... Yeah.
0: M- I'm just like... So, like, the state of California is really pissing me off, though. Like, here's the deal. You cannot do... Put out the stuff that you're going to put out and then be like, oh, but we'll pack 80,000 into a Raiders game. Oh, well, I guess they're not there anymore. But, um, like, the Rams. Yeah. You just... Like, that's a terrible, terrible, terrible look. And do I think they'll do that? No. But man, he flip-flopped quickly from the
1: oh, and the people, one message but, but, to oh, but you can do pro sports here, and people dunked on him really quickly as they good. should. I mean, it's been and I, I wish there weren't lives involved. It's like this was an actual. Like, sometimes Twitter can be fun because it's like okay, you you understand where people are going here, but this is a this impacts everybody. So it's like I, I wish we wouldn't just take. Good news or bad news to dunk on somebody else all the time. So like let's say with the
0: college football deal now is we need to wrap this up because I'm sure Everett Bloom is tired. <laughs> <laughs> Have you gotten a text from your wife? I haven't yet, yet okay. so we're good. Um if if we if we're fully going with enrollment, mm-hmm. like on the ground mm-hmm. this September. Yep. Okay. We're trying to do it that way. Which I feel like that's the way we're going.
1: Yep, you've had you've seen now in the last week some of the schools that can control a little bit more than Iowa State can have actually shifted, open up two weeks early, and then yeah, and uh, then get out get out Thanksgiving. before Thanksgiving.
0: If that's the case, prediction on attendance
1: uh, for Iowa State or in general, just in general. Um, I think. It'll be there will be fans in attendance. I think it won't obviously be full boat because you'll still have a segment that won't want to go. I still think there'll be some control needed too, from a logistical standpoint. Of I don't know if it's temperature checks or whatnot, but that's where I'm leaning. But trying to figure out how that works. Uh, but I think for sure, as of May twenty fifth, people. In the stadium, definitely in the premium areas, the so suites, yeah. club sections, um, donation levels. Like, I mean, you
0: gotta let the band and cheerleaders in. Yep. Like, I mean, they're already on campus. Correct,
1: uh, band, cheerleader. Great point. Um, That's my point. If you're letting are, them
0: on campus, it changes everything.
1: Those people are let in. Can you get to thirty? I mean, maybe in places like Iowa, where I think other states maybe not as much, but
0: two things that bo- bother me about the COVID deal. The temperature checks is really quite stupid. Like I get why you do it, but like the whole point of COVID is you could have it for 14 days and not know it and not show any symptoms. Yep. So you're not really. It's almost like a. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like a plan D. Yeah. Like it really. I
1: get it. I get why you do it. It's a it's, uh, window dressing.
0: Two. I'm really getting annoyed with like my dirt races and stuff that I've been watching on TV in the like. These guys are, I feel like there's a lot of mask wearing that is straight for the camera at this point. Like, oh, we're social distancing here. Yeah. Where they're like 10 feet from somebody else outdoors, whatever. You know what I mean? Yep. Because they'll get persecuted if they don't do it that way. I get why they're doing it, but like, I'm just looking for some common sense here. And three, I get really annoyed with the testing or with um, with the numbers on who has this thing because like certain, not every state is populated the same. Not every state tests the same. So like you could make one state look worse than another, but in reality that state's doing better because they're testing more. Right. Correct. Sorry. I'm done with this thing now.
1: (laughs) I'm just right. Like if you test
0: more, you're going to find more positive people.
1: That's why I think here are the numbers I'm looking at. Not that I'm, you know, the smartest person around, but I've had the same thoughts as you. I'm looking at hospitalization rate. Yep. Um, that's number one. And that includes the ICU usage, but more than anything, it's hospitalization rate. And then it's percentage of tests positive. So New York at its peak, they were testing and it was like 50% were positive. That means you have a substantial major, outbreak. major outbreak. Um, Now, New York's down under 10%. Iowa today was, I don't know the exact number, like 8%. Nationally, it was four and a half. That's better than it has been. Now, you're getting more cases, and so you can make it look scary. Like, oh, you know, there's 25,000 people in this country that tested positive. That's not good because it hasn't dropped off. But the tests are double than what they were a month ago. And so you're going to get more people. Um, but I think the the things that matter most, hospitalizations, ICUs, and then obviously three weeks later is the death rate. Like those are the best raw measurements to know what exactly we're talking about here.
0: Well, well the clones got Jalen Coleman. How Lance. about how about JCL? He's going to come on the podcast this week. I like that pickup. Oh, I love it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot too. Um, our premium subscribers will be getting a new. Insider update here in the next couple days. I didn't do one on Memorial Day. I hope you guys understand. Two spots open now? Two spots. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts with these draft guys. Uh, we saw a young man from Indiana pull out of the draft and become a grad transfer last week. Hint, hint. Um, and there are going to be a lot more guys. Well, there's or a handful more guys, not a lot. Well, there was a <clears> hundred... <throat> Plus, that declared for the draft. And those guys this year, like, they can't – there's no Portsmouth invite. There's nothing like that. And then there's no NBA Summer League in Vegas where you can, like, earn your way a spot. Like, it's a bad year to be rolling the dice with the draft. Correct.
1: So, I think you'll see more pull back, and then it's a free-for-all. To, or they just go back to their own school.
0: We'll have a lot more on Jalen coleman Lands from DePaul uh, throughout the week. Go catch up. Uh, Jared Sansbury caught up with him on Saturday. It was a really
1: good interview. Yeah.
0: Uh, check that out. He will be on a podcast with me later this week. I've already spoken to the young man, and he's committed to it. Uh, We've got to go, though. The uh, Bloom boys need to get home. We have a somewhat short podcast. Sorry, uh, I, I hope we didn't get – I don't think we were even that political. I think we were just talking common sense here. Am I, I
1: wrong? Needs, No, I, it will probably be perceived one way or the other, which is everyone's right um no not I, everyone is right no, that's I, wrong i i do think we i think common sense um regardless of political affiliation is more needed now than ever thank you we've no. always joked we're gonna start our own party <laughs> the, what are we gonna call it you can say it i don't even remember remember uh, what it would be
0: I, you always have called it the don't be a dumbass party. <laughs> You've been saying that for like, <laughs> f- like 12, 13 years. That's, that Let's is. start my own party, the don't be a dumbass party.
1: I think we could start a movement here. <laughs> uh, Feel free to join.
0: Happy Memorial Yeah, I don't like saying no, happy I, Memorial Day. Right. I hope you had a good Memorial Day with your family and your friends. And uh, hopefully uh, you get that perspective like I did today of what it's all about. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, everybody. Have a fantastic week. Uh, Thanks for listening to the uh, weekly quarantine podcast.